What is up? It's the rant. My name is Jeff Ratcliffe, and it is Wednesday, December 29th. Rankings Day, the final ranking show of the year of the fantasy football season. I will not be doing rankings next week. Okay? <laughs> not not for week 18, at least. I will be doing it for 2022. Uh, but let's dive right into it here at quarterback. It is pretty remarkable how much has stayed the same over the course of this season. If you have one of the top 10 guys, I think you're pretty much good with the exception at the very back end of the top 10 being Lamar Jackson, uh, who may or may not play, but it look it looks good as of the start of the week here. It looks like he should be limited today. I don't have an official practice report. But anyway, let's get into it. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, one and two. Not much has changed there. I guess they were reversed <laughs> earlier in the year. Mahomes was at one uh, heading into the season, but they're both really good, and we know that. Tom Brady at three. I don't care if he doesn't have Mike Evans. I don't care if he has, doesn't have Chris Godwin. He is facing the Jets, and that's what I care about. Jalen Hurts at four. Do expect more run out of him this week. Aaron Rodgers at five. He's been playing great football down the stretch. Matthew Stafford at six. Last week was a letdown, and maybe it didn't get through if you have Stafford, but... I do think we see a little bit of a bounce back here. And overall, this has been one of his best professional seasons. Justin Herbert at seven. Not going to overthink this one. Going to continue to use him. Dak Prescott after big the big performance last week at eight. Kyler at nine. And then Lamar rounding out the top ten. Uh, Joe Burrow slides in at 11. Now, remember, last week, amazing. A few weeks ago, not so much. <laughs> So there's there's many potential outcomes here for Joe Burrow against Kansas City, but that is you know it's going to be a really interesting game, potential shootout. I do have Russ because of the matchup sliding in at twelve. Great matchup for Russell Wilson. Hopefully this is uh, I mean it's good. It'll be too little, too late for a lot of us, but hopefully a good week for him. Uh, Trey Lance, I do have at thirteen. I think it's uh it's an upside play. We know he has the ability as a runner. I do think we're going to see that, and he's facing Houston, so. There's that. Uh, right now, Tua at 14, Kirk Cousins at 15. I could see fading Cousins this week if you had the opportunity to go after Trey Lance. I, I don't hate that idea. Of course, it is only Wednesday. Mac Jones at 16, Tannehill, Derek Carr. That's about as far as I'd go streamer-wise. Moving over to running back, Jonathan Taylor at one easy peasy. Last week was a down game for him, and he still had a 100-yard performance. Uh, so the question is essentially... How many yards does he have on the season? Uh, you know, does he's not going to get to 2,000 unless he goes bonkers the last two games, which could happen. But does he put up like an 1,800-plus yard season? He's certainly on pace to do so. Nick Chubb at two. He will slide down, though, if Kareem Hunt does, in fact, return. Uh, remember, it's not the COVID I'm worried about with that one. I'm, I'm worried about the ankle. Austin Eckler will be back. Was on COVID last week, but now back. Uh, and he has a three. Dalvin Cook is going to be back. He is at four. Uh, your Alexander Madison shares have no value at this point. Dalvin Cook's not going to go back on reserve COVID. Alexander Madison is not going to play very much. So you, as far as I'm concerned, you could drop Alexander Madison for other players because, remember, you don't need handcuffs after this week if your fantasy championship game is, is this week. Joe Mixon at five. Love the volume from last week. He was a big-time fantasy hero. Alvin Kamara at six. I expect him to bounce back. David Montgomery at seven, three down workload. Ronald Jones at eight, facing the Jets. <sighs> Love that. Najee Harris at nine, one of the most heavily used backs in the league. Aaron Jones at 10. 
the volume is is fine. 15 to 20 touches, we're good. And yes, I know AJ Dillon's usage isn't ideal, but Green Bay has bigger things in their in their head than uh, just uh, our fantasy outlooks for these guys. And Jones is still a back end or fringe RB one. Uh, Josh Jacobs. At 11, the usage so encouraging, basically a three-down guy. At 12 right now, remember it is Wednesday. We do not have to make our start-sit decisions until Sunday. Damian Harris. But his status does depend on Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, Sony Michelle at 13. Stop with the Cam Akers stuff. Don't take the cheese on that. Cam Akers, great story, but Sony Michelle is clearly back. Zeke at 14, Ezekiel Elliott. Love the red zone work for him, even though the volume has decreased. Darrell Williams at 15. Uh, we certainly have RB2 plus potential with Clyde Edwards Alaire looking unlikely. Chase Edmonds at 16. Now, we're already hearing that uh, James Conner is going to be a game time decision essentially this week. That doesn't sound very good, but we'll have to see what the practice reports say. If he is back and he's in the mix, then Edmonds will move down. Rashad Penny at 17. Penny putting up um, very decent numbers last week. Has a nice matchup in the process, too, against the Lions. Uh, Devin Singletary putting up nice numbers. Slides up to 18. He's the lead back now. Javante Williams, nice matchup. Should bounce back here. Remember, that Chargers defense just made Rex Burkhead look like Marshall Falk. Uh, Antonio Gibson tentatively at 20. We're going to see what the practice reports say. Cordero Patterson at 21. He is backsliding a little bit. It's still a pretty magical season for him. Uh, definitely a huge fantasy surprise. Melvin Gordon at 22 also gets that nice matchup. Saquon Barkley at 23. Wow. <laughs> we have fallen on Saquon Barkley. Uh, Deontay Foreman sliding in at 24. Now, uh, flex-worthy guys. A.J. Dillon at the top of that group does get some of that red zone work, short yardage work. Michael Carter at 26. Coming off a very solid outing last week. Tentatively, Elijah Mitchell at 27. So here's what I'm doing right now. Waiting and seeing what the practice reports say. I think, you know, I think he has a good shot at playing. And if he does, he will move up. Because every time we have seen Elijah Mitchell in that role for that team, he has been uh, just a high-volume guy in a very favorable matchup. Dario Gumbawale at 28. He's pretty much the guy who's going to touch the ball in that backfield, but I don't love this one. That's desperation flex almost. Rex Burkhead at 29. Don't read too much into last week's numbers. Uh, Devontae Freeman. Jordan Howard at 31 if he does, in fact, play. Jeff Wilson, Tony Pollard, Jamal Williams, uh, Keyshawn Vaughn, Boston Scott's rounding out the flex. All right, let's do a quick break. When we come back, we will talk about wide receiver rankings here for week 17. Ah, wide receiver. Well, uh, is it any surprise Cooper Cup is at number one? No. <laughs> Short answer, no. I mean, he's been absolutely phenomenal this season. He's only had three weekly finishes outside of the top 12, which is just insane for a wide receiver to be that consistent, but he has been. Devontae Adams at two has been excellent over the last five, especially two. Actually, no, three. What am I saying? Two. Three. Top two fantasy finishes over the last five uh, for him. Justin Jefferson at three. He was maybe the best receiver we've seen against Jalen Ramsey all season last week. He had no problem, and Ramsey was on him for a good chunk of the game. He had no problem against Ramsey. That's saying something right there. 
Debo Samuel at four, he is the best offensive weapon out there. I, you know, we can't really just call him a wide receiver. We can't really just call him a running back. Well, we certainly can't just call him that. But he is an offensive weapon, and he's awesome. Tyreek Hill at five. And I should mention, too, as I've been recording this podcast, some news came out about Jimmy Garoppolo. He Okay, he, he has a chance to play. I don't think he's playing. He's got a grade three sprain. Anyway. Tyreek Hill, I expect to bounce back from in a potential shootout game. Stephon Diggs at six. So Gabriel Davis and Cole Beasley were activated off of the COVID reserve list, but I still think this is going to be plenty of Stephon Diggs in this one. Antonio Brown at seven. I love Brown this week. Why? Well, because no Mike Evans. Well, because the Jets. Well, because his quarterback is Tom Brady. Well, because he is 11 receptions away from a third of a million dollars. He's less than 100 yards away from a third of a million dollars, and he's less than one, or he's one touchdown away from a third of a million dollars. In other words, if he has an 11-catch day for 100-plus yards and a score, he will make a million dollars alone in this game. Huge contract incentive game for Antonio Brown. A.J. Brown at 8 following last week. T. Higgins and Jamar Chase at 9 and 10. Man, this setup the Bengals have is sexy, and I love them both. It could be a monster week out of both of them, or either of them, or whatever. We're obviously using them after last week. Deontay Johnson at 11. That is the Monday night game, and he, well, he hasn't seen double-digit targets in a couple weeks, but he's still, he's coming off a game where he did score, and he's still the favorite target there, and he's still quite good. C.D. Lamb at 12. I know, last week, but the thing we've learned with this Dallas offense is any given week, anybody could go off. And yes, it was it was Amari Cooper last week and Dalton Schultz as well, who I'll talk about in a minute. But seriously, you're not going away from CeeDee Lamb. Keenan Allen and Jalen Waddle, 13 and 14, two super high floor guys. I'm not going to get too cute with Jalen Waddle despite last week's results. Like somebody asked me, Jalen Waddle or A.J. Brown. It's like, no, it's still A.J. Brown. I love Jalen Waddle, but it's still A.J. Brown. How about this? Amon Ross St. Brown, wide receiver 15. Another one where if I went back all the way to the beginning of the season, I'm like, yo, yo, you're going to be starting Amon Ross St. Brown as front-end wide receiver two for your fantasy championship. You'd be like, I like you, bro, but you're crazy, man. You're crazy. Well, here we are. Hunter Renfro at 16. He is so good at football. I love watching him play. Tyler Lockett at 17. Good as well. Him and Metcalf back-to-back at 17 and 18. The thing about this matchup, see, what had happened was it's a great matchup. It's a great matchup. So I'm not fading them, even though Russ isn't producing like he once was. Still not a bad spot. Uh, Mari Cooper. And 19 after last week trending up. Brandon Cooks, who came off of COVID reserve. And I like the fact that these guys are coming off on a Wednesday because they get a week of practice, the full week of practice in. Uh, come, he's at uh, 20. 21, Michael Pittman. Now, Carson Wentz could play. Carson Wentz does not need to practice to play on Sunday. And I believe that's the earliest he could come off. Either way, if it is Carson Wentz, we're cool. If it is not Carson Wentz, and it's not going to be Phillip Rivers, if it's Sam Ellinger, going to have to move Pittman down outside of the top 25. Odell Beckham Jr. at 22. We just saw Baltimore got – they got torched by a pretty good passing game, and now they are facing a pretty good passing game. Might be a wise week to double dip on the uh, pass catchers here in your DFS lineups for the Los Angeles Rams. 
I think a, a super sexy build with a Matthew Stafford uh, at quarterback. Cooper Cup's obvious, but you know, double dip, little double dip. Uh, Devontae Smith at 23 trending up after last week. DJ Moore at 24. Sam Darnold will be the quarterback. I, I don't know. There's volume at least. Marquise Brown at 25. We'll see if Lamar can get out there. There are videos circulating of Lamar not. He looked uh, ginger <laughs> at practice on the uh, ankle, but it's still only Wednesday. Christian Kirk at 26. Van Jefferson at 27. That might be the double dip. Like if you actually, and fading Cooper Cup is not wise, but it's cheaper to double dip on Stafford, Beckham, uh, Jefferson than to throw Cup in there. But whatever. You, you get what I'm trying to say here. Terry McLaurin at 28. Yikes. Uh, tough to trust as anything more than a boomer bust wide receiver three. Devontae Parker, 29. 30. Russell Gage. Uh, 31. KJ Osborne. Okay, so Adam Thielen is done for the season, and one has to think that this is, uh, you know, the beginning of the the end. Unfortunately for Adam Thielen, I'm getting Jordy Nelson vibes all over the place here. Um, but KJ Osborne has some red zone appeal, so I think he's interesting this week. Brandon Ayuk at 32, Tyler Boyd at 33. Man, Tyler Boyd's your third best receiver. You're doing okay as a team for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Darnell Mooney at 34. He's got upside in any given week. Michael Gallup, 35. Jarvis at 36. I don't love Jarvis, but I at least get it. Uh, so, you know, there's that. I get why you would use him. Uh, Jacoby Myers, Chase Claypool, MVS if he comes off of reserve COVID. Kendrick Bourne, Jerry Judy, Alan Lazard, A.J. Green, Marvin Jones, uh, Zay Jones, Robbie Anderson, Cole Beasley's back in this range as well. These are all flexible options. I'm not going to be any higher on Cole Beasley. By the way, Gabriel Davis is not playable now because if all the receivers are back, Gabriel Davis is the number four receiver. So that's where we are with that one. Make sure you adjust accordingly. Like, Because I know a lot of people just thought, oh, Gabriel Davis. Well, not with Cole Beasley back because Emmanuel Sanders is back in the mix as well. Keep in mind, too, rankings are going to change through the course of the week. Over at FTNFantasy.com is where you get them. Back to tight end. Travis Kelsey, speaking of back, he is back, so he should be good here as the number one option. Mark Andrews is the number two option. George Kittle, after last week's down game, I think he bounces back along with Gronk at four, bouncing back. And, well, Dallas Goddard bouncing back at five. Zach Ertz, 13 targets last week. He is at number six. Dawson Knox at number seven because... Well, he's uh he's in a good situation. Not a lot of mouths to feed, but when Josh Allen is your quarterback, it's not too shabby. Uh Kyle Pitts. I really, you know, the one thing I don't like about fantasy football players, the 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 masses. Like Joe fantasy football, the angry fantasy football guy, right? You always hear me do the person who this guy sucks. That guy. Oh, I can't play him. He's a bust. He sucks. That guy. That guy. Don't be that guy. By the way, if you listen to this podcast, there, nobody in the Rad Pack is that guy. Uh, so you're probably not that guy, but don't be that guy. He sucks. Kyle Pitts. Oh, my God. Kyle Pitts is having like the, one of the greatest rookie tight end seasons ever, and he sucks. He doesn't score touchdowns. Well, whatever. Uh, tight end eight after last week. Don't be that guy. That guy is the, the thing that's wrong with fantasy football. That guy, the guy who like yells at players who get hurt. <laughs> Like, come on, bro. 
Anyway, um, Dalton Schultz at nine, big performances the last two weeks. Hunter Henry at 10. That's going to be a polarizing one because of last week, but he did have six targets. So the volume over the last two weeks has been pretty good for Hunter Henry. Mike Kosicki at 11, uh, Gerald Everett at 12. Gerald Everett's trending up. He is startable. Jared Cook, here's guys who you could possibly stream. Jared Cook, the Tylers, Higby and Conklin, Noah Fant, Cole Komet, Foster Moreau, if uh, Waller doesn't get back, maybe CJ Uzama. And um, yeah, that's about where we are uh, with all of that. Okay, so like I said, rankings will be updated over at ftnfantasy.com. And uh, honestly, hey, I'm going to toss this out there. Uh, every year, people are like, Hey, man, thanks for all the help. Won my fantasy championship because of you. And if you listen to this podcast and you don't subscribe over at ftnfantasy.com, well, that's all good. Maybe next year. But i tell you one thing you could do. If you felt, hey, if the spirit so moved you, there is a tip jar over on Twitter. If you go to my Twitter profile uh, on the mobile app, you'll see a little, like, thing. Like, you can Venmo or Bitcoin if you wanted to. Just saying. You don't have to. But if you wanted to, I'm not going to turn it down, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If I helped you in any sort of way with this podcast and you don't subscribe over at ftnfantasy.com and you want to uh, maybe share the, share a little bit, that's okay. <laughs> Just saying. But I'll, I'll toss it out there. Seriously, though, already a couple people have, and I'm so grateful for that. I appreciate everybody uh, who listens, even even those who don't tip. Uh, everybody is good, all good with me, though. But I did want to throw that out there because uh, it is available. All right. Tomorrow, wide receiver cornerback matchups for you. No Thursday night football, which I am not mad about. All right, we march on to the fantasy championships. We're going to ship these leagues, baby. All right, I'll catch you on the flip side for another edition of the pod. I'm Jeff Ratcliffe, and I'm out.